do for you now a scene from the hit motion picture Shrek. You ready? Okay. Why don't you get away from me, donkey? What you talk about get away from you? Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Ain't Ogre Till it's ogre. I'm usual host Will, and joining me once again is my good buddy Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Will. How's it going? I'm fine. This is a very spooky episode of Ain't Ogre Till It's Ogre, as it always is in this month of October. But before Ah! we get into that, oh, 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 uh, that was our yeah, that was our our third host, Chris. How you doing there, Chris? Oh, I'm great. Scared? Yeah, I'm a little spooked right now. Oh man. (laughs) Uh, We should mention that we are in our any ogre to its ogre headquarters where we all collectively live together in the same state and city. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we're just chilling here. It's Halloween night and we're just decorations uh, up. Yeah. We, we got, got the decorations. cobwebs over there. Yeah. We got some, uh, ghosts hanging on the wall right. over there. There's like, just 12 foot skeleton over there. Yeah. You know, we just got our, our stuff. Um, you know, various miscellaneous items from the, uh, the past four films that we've discussed, you know, a lot of Scooby-Doo stuff, a lot of Garfield stuff, a lot of Shrek stuff, Cat the Hat stuff, of course, but they're all decked out Halloween style, and we're just waiting. We got a big, big box of uh, candy, or a big bowl, excuse me, I mean to say, a big bowl of candy that I believe Chris is already diving into uh, mm. before the kids come, but oh, uh, that's, mm. that's that's okay. I think we have enough for when the trick-or-treaters come. We live on top, like, we kind of live perched on a hill. So it's kind of hard for kids to get up here, but that hasn't stopped several kids from coming before. Uh, they want the candy. You got to make yeah. them work for it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But uh, in the meantime, uh, Matt, why don't you go ahead with your idea that we're going to do while we're waiting for oh. these uh, kids to come? Yeah, I I had thought of this um, as a fun like kind of thought experiment, improv experiment, to be if if we were to come up with a new horror sequel to the master of disguise um in the same vein as the 2018 halloween reboot slash sequel like something that brings back the premise and the characters um in a new modern dark way and i don't know i just thought we could bounce off each other and come up with something fun yeah like this trend now like decades later sequels and stuff yeah what you're saying but Mm -hmm. especially in the vein of halloween where it's extra spooky now and Mm-hmm. All that. Um, did you want to go first, Matt? Oh, uh, no. Since it's your problem. Well, I, I, I guess I probably should, like, but I, I don't know if I've got, I mean, I think we can just all sort of figure it out together. I don't know. What do you okay. guys think? Uh, like, well, or, probably, well, or you had an idea, didn't you, Will? I but did, you got but the I, premise confused. Yeah, I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> um, I, I thought we were just coming up with pitches for, like, a modern day reboot of... The master disguise. Okay. And, and my well, idea. I'll, yeah. Oh yeah. Do you want to do you want to go or do you want to start writers rooming it? Well, let's hear your idea and then we can all work on. We can either take your idea and flesh it out, or we can come up with a new one. Does that okay. sound good to you guys? Sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, my pitch was that it would be you know the other big trend in Hollywood, at least it, the trend that was there maybe a few years before, was doing like female reboots. 
of mm-hmm. uh, popular, right. tra- like, especially comedy properties, you know, like with Ghostbusters and all that. Yes. So with that in mind, uh, you know, looking at SNL alums, I was thinking who would be the modern day master of disguise? And it would probably have to be Kate McKinnon because she does all these impressions on SNL and right. becomes these different characters. But I was thinking, you know, if they do in a modern day, you know, like the master of disguise would be a lot more like uh, socially conscious and being mm-hmm. like, she'd be like, oh, I don't know if I can like appropriate this culture. Or, oh, I don't know right. if I should like be this person. So it, the joke would be more about like how, she doesn't really want to be a master disguise so she can't like like she does these impressions but she like is uncomfortable Mm. doing it and Mm -hmm. it would just absolutely suck um not because of of course (laughs) because it's kate mckinnon or anything i think she's very talented and i think she would make the premise work if she could but i just think the premise would be doomed because you know (laughs) the whole premise would rely on her not becoming a master disguise in full and it just it would just be very awkward and and uh 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 challenge to sit through yeah, yeah, I like that because you can picture like the grandma would obviously be played by Dame Judi Dench, and she's like such a storied master of disguise that she's yeah. trying to get, um, you know, Pistachia um, to do all these different <laughs> disguises, um, and then and she's like questioning the ethics of of taking on these various you know ethnicities and, and accents and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, gender but- dysmorphia. Yeah, but it would just be like she it's not so much that she can't do it, but she just chooses not to. And then Jane Judy Dench is just like, well, you have to if you want to rescue your parents. It's like, isn't there another way like, you know, or something like that? (laughs) Yeah, she's trying not to be. 007, you have to dress up this Indian man. (laughs) I don't think they would go that far. But I mean, yeah, it'd be like, I don't know, like she'd have to dress up as, um, you know, like an Italian man or something. It's just like, is that is that racist? Is that am I allowed to do that? And then I don't know. So that would be that would be the, twi- <coughs> the twist is like she's been Italian the whole time. Ooh. Yeah. So it's not it's not uh, offensive. Yeah. So yeah, that All was right. my uh, my loose pitch for what would happen if they tried to remake the Master Disguise in twenty twenty one. Right. Um. Okay. Well, all right, I have an idea that I think we could hop into. Um, unless, Chris, do you have anything that you wanted to, like, offer up? Because I, cause I, think, I think I've got, like, a, a baseline. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, like, <clears throat> my idea is, like, what if, what if the franchise is rebooted by Rob Zombie? Okay. Okay. Okay, so you're going Halloween 2010, or I don't know what year that one came. That out, was yeah. 2007. Oh, okay. But yeah, so just just really grimy, grim and dingy, grimy, yeah, <laughs> grimy. It's about. I, I think I think I combined all three words there. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah, a, just, it's like yeah. a you know in Rob Zombie's Halloween how he really delved into like the the yeah, nitty gritty origins, of the origins, and yeah. you know the, so, the high chair and all that stuff, right? So, so like, you're saying, uh, like, how, like, the, the origin in this movie is, like, what, like, five minutes? Yeah. Of, like, flashbacks and stuff? It would be, like, half the film. It's yeah. just the origins <laughs> of Pistachio Disguise. <laughs> and then he uh, get, he becomes a master disguise, and he, instead of instead of saving his dad, he starts killing people, you know? Um, <laughs> Accidentally or intentionally? Uh, intentionally. Okay. Oh, all right. He's like, so he becomes, like, a murderer, a serial yeah. killer? And now I will stab you in the head, or like you know whatever. 
does he like take their skin and stuff and like put that and that's like how he becomes a quote unquote master of disguise? Like he just like assumes their their flesh. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And then he, he like Hannibal Lecter is the next person. Uh, right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it's a but because film, he man. yeah, but and because he is a master of disguise, he like is able to use that, and it doesn't look like. Yeah, he's, he's just, just a, like he just looks abomination. Like them. <laughs> yeah. He just, he's, yeah. He puts on their skin suit and then he absorbs their personality, and that's yeah. how he's a that's how he's a master of disguise. Yeah. Jeez, man, I'm really rolling with this, aren't I? Well, I like <laughs> the idea that like, like we see like him in his head, where he's like actually like Terrence Suave or whatever, and then we see like the real thing. And he's just like this like gross abomination, <laughs> and people are just like horrified and like disgusted by it. Because when he wears the skin, he doesn't absorb the skin; he just absorbs the personality. So he like just <laughs> yeah. Pulls on the next person's skin over that one, so then he's like, Oh, god, six, six, six skin suits deep. He's like, Yeah, he's like, Wearing six people, it's like the uh, I think you should leave, uh, <laughs> right? <the Frank>. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking yeah. that as well. Yeah, it's too much on me, I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you that I am, I'm telling you that I am not. <laughs> Well, I, was thinking, I am. Well, I was thinking that would be like the end where he just like is like has like all yeah. of them on. And he has like this huge, <laughs> gross like flesh suit uh, that he's just walking through, and everyone's like, uh, "I'm gonna throw <laughs> up." Yeah. yeah. Right, well, yeah. His grandpa's like, "Pistachio, you completely misunderstood all the training." Yeah. All right, so that's that's a fun idea. Uh, yeah, maybe, I like that. Well, Matt's a little grossed out by it, but understandably so. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Were you gonna say something? Well, I was gonna say I think I just heard a knock at the door. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, so, I don't mean to interrupt. But we gotta get these kids to candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trick or treat. Oh, look at this. Oh, so cute. Hey guys. All right, here you go. Okay. Thank you. All right, Thank I don't know you. if you guys. Yeah. Uh oh, that's nice. You know, like, what, what was those costumes there? I, I can't even keep track. I think that was like a little Iron Man and a, and a ghost. And uh, what was that third one? Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, of course. Of, of course. all of all characters to yeah. be with Iron Man. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, anyway, oh, uh, Chris, are you all right? Uh, <clears throat> there was only there was only one disguise, pistachio in, in the movie, right? Yeah, of course. Right. I mean, there's okay. like the family, of course, but like yeah, there's only uh, one pistachio. One pistachio. Huh. Uh, uh, okay, is this like a pitch yeah. you have for like a new movie or something? No, 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 no. Um, it, it, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Well, right. um, I will. So this is what I kind of came up with, sort of both inspired with you guys, and you know we can take elements of yours to, well, you know, let's let's writers room it. But okay, so this is how I would like Halloween twenty eighteen it. Uh, it's about. Pistachio and Jennifer have a daughter, uh, and this is now, you know, what, t- almost 20 years later, their daughter's now a young woman, and um, she is destined to become the new Master of Disguise, and Barney is going to be her assistant, but uh, obviously Barney can't fall in love with her because he's her step. Or her half brother, yeah. Uh, well, we unless I think he gets, disguises himself yeah. as not her half brother. God. Well, well I was gonna say, yeah. I don't know if I want to go there. 
Well, I was going to say that, that kind of sounds similar to a pitch I came up with uh, a few episodes back or maybe the last episode where like there's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet thing because we implied that um, yes, the other Trent or somebody or Rex or somebody was like also a master disguise. Or yeah, that was last lineage. month. Yeah. And then Barney would be would fall in love with ever like their daughter. Oh, I like and that. And there'd be like kind of like these two competing. Um, well, good. That That's families. good because I hadn't. I hadn't yeah. gotten there yet, but I, that that's going to play right in because I was going to say the central conflict of the movie is that this daughter, Master of Disguise, gets influenced by the, um, or maybe it's Pistachio, I don't know, but someone's going to get influenced by Dark Energico, and it's not going to be whatever the heck it is in that credit scene that they cut and then put in the credits with the butts. Yeah. Um, it'll be... Like we're gonna re- we're gonna like reboot the idea of dark energico or whatever the hell that is, and um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it could work. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to Ace Ventura Junior this, but like, what if Devlin also has a kid? Oh, do they do that in Ace Ventura Junior? No, it's just that uh, Ace Ventura Junior's you know a kid playing Ace Ventura's son. I'm just saying like. If we want to go whole hog on the everybody's got a kid and there it's the oh. new generation of masters of disguise. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna have Devlin Bowman's kid be the dark energy co conduit, and they and maybe he has a daughter. Yeah, who is so these? Know, yeah, so these ahead, kids Will. are all like teenagers now, right? Or like in their early twenties. Yeah. In this, mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if Late they were doing teams. like there was like a Muppet Babies kind of thing or like Muppet uh, Junior, like where, like they're all kids doing Masters guy stuff or what? No, no, no. They're they're young adults because it's been twenty years. Well, I just because like theoretically, uh, Grandpa says like you can you know train a Master Disguise from childhood, so like you don't right. have to be adults to be. No, I know, I know, I know. But that, but I think it's more fun if they're like fully trained. Like, sure. Let's just skip the or we ever we've already seen the origin movie. Right. So they have, they already are Master Disguises. Yes. Okay, I like that. Yeah, we're coming in in media res. You know, it's it's, it's <laughs> that's cool. It's, it's it's a horror and it's a horror movie. Of course, we got to get to the horror. Yeah, I actually um, have I came I I thought of a pitch after this one. So okay, um, yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so I was thinking, did you guys see the Banana Splits movie? Yeah. No. Okay, I thought Chris did. Um, <coughs> basically, like they took like this kid's property, but they turned into like an R-rated slasher. And I think that's kind of going off of like Chris's idea, but just like leaning into like the meta aspect of it, where mm-hmm. it's not like so much like grimy and gross, but just like instead of it just being like lighthearted and goofy in a PG sort of way, it just becomes really like raunchy and like violent. Like, you know, like there'll be confrontations where, you know, like it goes south and, you know, the Sky Z is uh, in, in battle with someone. He has to like just straight up murder somebody. Um, and you know, I, I like I said, I, I just thought of this off the fly, so it's not fully fleshed yeah, yeah, out. No, but it's, like, yeah, yeah, I like that. Let's okay, so let's 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 take let's take what works from all of these and mash them together. <laughs> okay. Oh, hang on, the doorbell rang again. Okay, another. Oh. Trick or treat. Ah, I I love this. This is great. What is this? What, what's your disguise there, little kid? Or sorry, your costume. Okay, just just Luigi, no Mario. No, no Mario. I'm a Luigi, number one. Okay, that's that's a bit odd. You know, I I think that's a bit. Uh, is that fair to say? It? Oh yeah, okay. You know, that's fair. You know what? You I stand like up for Luigi. He's All right. green. It's not easy being green. 
Yeah. Fair enough. How do you feel? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Chris Pratt playing Mario in the new Mario movie? Chris Pratt is not my Mario. <laughs> oh wow, you have a, a firm opinion on this one. <laughs> is that why you're not Mario? Yes. Oh, okay. That's like, that actually makes a lot more sense now. All right, here you go. Here's some candy. Uh, Thank I, you for approving. <laughs> okay. My costume. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Chris, you you look pale. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's weird. I mean, it's it's like, are they gone? Yeah, the kid's gone. Okay, uh, I keeps all these disguises keep coming to the door, and I don't know what's going on. Well, it's Halloween, Chris. They they're wearing costumes. Yeah, it's just you know the kids in the neighborhood. <clears throat> I just didn't know there were so many kids that could wear disguises. Hmm. Okay. Wait, Chris, are you, do you think they are master disguises? Do you think they're not? Uh, no, Chris, they're, they're Halloween costumes. <laughs> yeah, just kids. That's what they want you to think. Uh, okay. Um, <sighs> okay, uh, just, uh, let's just hope for the best. Um, does anybody have... <clears throat> <clears throat> planks of wood and Chris. hammer and nails. Chris, you're trying to put board board up the windows and doors. It's look. It's not. It's not a candy thing. It's not like last year. Okay, we can just put a little a little shoot where we just dump candy down. I just don't mm. want them getting in because I just I, we're talking about master disguise horror you're movies. Worried that it's, it's yeah, like, it's like a mimic. Yeah. Shapeshifter. Chris, I think you're starting to get a little paranoid here. Yeah. But uh, it's only yeah. paranoia if it's not true. Okay. Uh, a bit of a distressing tone there, but we'll, we'll have to roll with that, I guess. Yeah. Um, so uh, you were saying, Matt, you wanted to roll these ideas into one film? Oh, yeah. So let's take let's take what works from all of them and let's make a let's let's come up with our, our pitch for a new Master of Disguise reboot. So I think I like I like uh Will's thing of it of a female lead. Okay, that's good. Um I like I, th- I thought you were gonna say I like your idea of it just absolutely sucking. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this thing is gonna suck for sure. <laughs> uh so we'll take that. We'll take Chris's um it's like the Rob Zombie style, like very th- this the Aesthetically, it's going to be very, like, mucky, um, grimy. Yeah. And it has to have um, Octavia Spencer. <laughs> Does Octavia Spencer have to be in it? Yeah. Well, she was in Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Oh, for, yeah, she's, uh, like, at the hospital, right? Yeah, she's, like, a nurse or something. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Um, Octavia Spencer does do a lot of uh, horror, huh? She has a pretty eclectic filmography, like more well, so than you would think. I mean, in a way, Ma is a true master disguise. She, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we'll definitely get some Ma influence in here too. Put Ma uh, in the film. Why not? Yeah, let's, let's just yeah. Why why beat around the bush? Ma <laughs> yeah. is a character in the movie. Um. So okay. Uh, we'll we'll take for mine the the, the like the whole next generation idea. And we'll take the, uh, you know, Romeo and Juliet from Will. Okay, so, so okay. 
Pistachio and Jennifer have a daughter. In addition to Barney Baker. In addition to Barney. And, and yeah, Barney, like, is her older brother. They're very close. They're, they're pals, but they're not... It's not weird. They're not romantic. Well, um, I hope not. That's gross. Yeah. Um, and Barney falls in love with a woman, a different woman, who turns out to be Devlin Bowman's son, who is a master of disguise... It's, it's fueled by dark energico and he's a murderer and he's so it's a serial killer and he maybe he kills i don't know i don't want to kill pistachio because i think pistachio should be the old grizzled like master of disguise yeah so veteran. i'm assuming well grandpa has to be dead at this point yeah grandpa's gone is <laughs> is um papa disguise now like a grandpa in this universe? Uh, what do you think? Do we still keep Papa Disguisey and Mama Disguisey around? It turns out that Papa Disguisey gets murdered by Devlin's son. Oh, okay. okay. That's, and that's, so, that's the conflict. Wait, so no, instead of having on, a grand incident, okay. is it so Barney that falls in love, or is it the daughter? Uh, um, I think it's Barney, because then the daughter has less attachment, and she has like more like, but. It's it makes the conflict for her. Does she kill the? Although, well, I guess it's it, if it's is is Devlin Bowman's child gonna be a boy or a girl? And like, is or is Barney? I gay? think it has to be a girl. Okay. Okay. To kind of mirror, like if it's yeah, a that's true. Reboot, yeah, I think yeah, that's true. It, yeah. Because yeah. girls okay. farting is funny, and she inherits that that trait. <laughs> It's like a mini, like, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, okay. So, anyway, Barney is in love with Devlin's daughter. Who turns out killed Daddy... Uh, Papa Disguise. Papa yeah, Disguise-y. Fabrizio. Um, and so, yeah, they have to, like... And then, whenever she, like... I don't know. It, it could be a, There could be, like, a bleak ending where... Instead of, like, stopping her, Pistachio's daughter... Uh, gets influenced by the dark energy co and ends up joining her, and then they like are just killing people, and then that's and the, oh, and then in the next one, Pistachio has to come out of retirement and stop his daughter. Okay, so you're saying like, or maybe that's the end of this one. I don't know. Dana Carvey is like barely in this one. You're saying he's in it, but he's just he's, he's not like the lead. Mark he's, Hamill in Force Awakens. Yes, Wars. yes. Okay. He, no, no. He's Mark Hamill in Last Jedi. Oh, okay. He's like grizzled and like jaded and no. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a horror movie. We gotta, yeah. <laughs> gotta be some scary kills. And it, and for okay, so the kills, the way that that'll be scary and like the whole like sus- a lot of the suspense is gonna be like the thing, where it's like you don't know who is actually yeah. who they who they are and yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's a that's a very astute idea. That means um, we gotta have we gotta have Wyatt Russell in here somewhere. Yeah, Wyatt true, Russell's yeah. Wyatt Russell's grown up Barney. Oh yeah, love it. Yeah. Well, I was thinking. I mean, might as well just go ahead and make Melissa McCarthy, uh, Devil and Boma's son, because I think that it would work technically. Cause he's like forty <laughs> something, and De- uh, Brett's like I don't know. There's this there's a daughter we just never knew about in the first movie. So. And so yeah. you're gonna have. Wyatt Russell be in love with Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, why not? Sure. 
Uh, it's also going to be inexplicably like two and a half hours long. <laughs> of course. Is that like how long Halloween Kills is, or is no, just no, just like because I'm just I'm just poking that's, fun that's at what like, movies are this right now. Is, like movies are yeah, just I like, heard yeah, I heard the Eternals is like two forty. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. And then Chloe Zhao was like, "Well, it could have been longer." <laughs> <laughs> I heard the new Batman's going to be like three hours. Woo. Good. Bring it on. I, yeah. I, I like long movies, honestly. Sure. But just bring back the intermission. <laughs> That's, well, I mean, I wrote a whole piece on that. Um, Matt, Matt's like, the Eternals is two hours and 40 minutes. The humanity. And then like five seconds later, we're like, Batman is three hours. He's like, yeah. Hey, I, no, I, I'm, I'm here. To be clear, I'm here for the Eternals being long. Yeah. It's just wild. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, um, No Time yeah. to Die is like 2 and 45. Yeah, I like No Time hours. to Die a lot. Yeah, that was alright. I was I was favorable on it. Wait, wait, wait a minute. This isn't Cinemaholics. Yeah. <laughs> um, Unless oh, it's something in disguise. Ah. <laughs> well, um, oh wait, hang on. There's someone at the door. Oh, there's just right. two this time. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Oh, one's real quiet. And delayed. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, look at this. It's a. Oh, this is kind of creative. It's like a Sean the Sheep. You know, Sean the Sheep. Yeah. It's, da, da, it's, da, da, it just. Da. It's just kid. I, I, it's a little uh, hasty though. It just looks like he has put like cotton all over himself. But. So then, why do you specifically think it's Sean the Sheep? And I don't know. A sheep. Well, Maybe this one's sheep. pretty convincing. Isn't I mean, there a new horror movie coming out called Sheep or Lamb or something? Yeah, there's like one that? that's called Lamb, yeah. Lamb. Uh, this one, this Maybe other he's kid. he's Lamb, Will. Yeah, well, this other kid, this real quiet one is uh, is very confounding to me. It's it's like all black except for like white eyes. Uh, kid, do you mind uh, me asking who you are? I am devoid of everything that you can't understand and cannot control. <laughs> what? Uh, I, don't, I don't quite get that one, to be honest. That's, that's an that's a enigma to me. Oh my gosh. I'm a true original. I am everything and yet nothing. I feel like I'm staring into a void. Me, uh, me too. I kind of, let's give this kid some candy and shut the door because I, I'm freaked out by his costume. You cannot, you, you cannot take me away. I, I am all and everything. Chris, did you do this? What's happening right now? Did I do what? This seems like one of your bits. Is this, is this kid? Did you pay this kid? I like tricks. Can I have a tricks, please? No, no, no. Okay, well, we got to close this door. I, I I'm sorry, I meant, I meant Twix. I misspoke. <laughs> What'd you say, Chris? Uh, I, I, I paid I him to not come here. Um, oh. I, 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 I know him. It's, uh, he, he, does, he does this a lot. <laughs> is, this, is this a master disguise, Chris? I, I think they all are, to be honest. Oh, okay. okay. So we, we haven't gotten past this thing. Yeah, we're gonna have to let's well let's close the door. Let's let's All unpack right. what Chris is up to. Can I have more candy? Uh sure. Here's a little bit more. Thank you. Alright, slam the door. Alright. Uh wait, hang on. Chris, what are you doing with those wooden sticks? Just in case a vampire comes. Uh, Chris you don't know what he might be disguised as. Chris, I'm gonna ask you a very serious question, and you have to promise me that you're not gonna hurt us if we ask you this. Okay. Do you, do you think Matt and myself are master disguises. I don't know. Okay, this is not good, Matt. This is this not is good. This is bad, in fact. Chris, we are your friends. I am Will, and, and this is your buddy. I'm Matt. Matt. I'm Chris. We, ho- 
Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> well, Chris, I mean, theoretically, like, if we're master disguises in your logic, does that make you a master disguise, potentially? No, you're I would never. You're just deep in character? I don't know. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, this is, this do we always talk about notes? <laughs> yeah, we can yeah, go through notes. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like every year we come to a house for Halloween and one of us gets spooked into thinking that the movie is real. We, we keep allowing this to happen. Let's look at our notes. I mean, we haven't even talked about the Halloween costumes we're wearing. Oh, you're right. So, uh, we really got to coordinate this. We're we all did dressed it again. Up. We're all dressed up as the bubble man. We should have said that early on. Um, and this is embarrassing because, you know, uh, a secondary character that, you know, <laughs> is fairly a character in the film. We all picked it. Uh, yeah, this is embarrassing. Uh, so yeah, again. Yeah. I don't want any trouble. <laughs> um, so actually on that note, since we talk, we are talking about notes, uh, yeah. I, w- I did want to bring up. So I think I figured out when Bubble Man was supposed to be in the film. Okay. Uh, so there is a scene that, uh, you know, like when they're like on the internet and like, uh, yes, uh, yes. Whenever he's in the background with the dummy yeah, he's and she's like looking up Devlin Bowman. Yeah. She says something about like a toy convention or a toy shop, but then the next scene is that's Gammy Num Nums, right? Yes. My thinking is that originally that, you know how the party scene we see him do like three different disguises at the party. Like first he shows up as the what's it called? Peru guy. Yeah. Scarface. Um, Scarface. Yeah, Tony Mon- Tony Montana. Tony Montana. And then he comes back as uh Con- Constable Mueller and then he comes then he turns into Terry Suave. I think originally the antique show scene was going to have him be the bubble man as well as Gammy Numbs. Like Gammy Numbs was the fallback. I think you're right. Well, I just yeah, I think something happened where like initially was like Gammy Numbs was like a last minute replacement. Hmm. Or like you said it was going to be like two, like it was going to be a two for scene and just the it was just too complicated or something like that or just didn't, you know, didn't gel together or something, but Yeah, it probably didn't flow. Yeah, but somehow the director is like this scene in Happy Medicines, the master disguise does not flow well with the rest of the movie. Doesn't serve the greater narrative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just I don't because like because clearly the Gammy Num Num scenes progresses the plot, so maybe they were just like we need a scene that actually like progresses the plot because like, from all well, we yeah, can tell, what, it yeah. probably was it was probably like they go to try to get to Devlin, and he ends up causing too much of a scene. So like, all right, let's try this again, and then it's Gammy Num Nums, and that time they get right to it. Yeah, him. so they decided to cut the fat and just, uh, yeah. you know, streamline it, which makes sense. I mean, that's basically yeah, they what were cutting is. their losses. Yeah, though I think it came at a terrible, terrible Agreed. cost. Agreed. Uh, because we lost all that terrific footage with Bubble Man. Uh huh. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Matt, what are some of your notes this time? Um. I think I I figured out my problem with the opening sequence. And By opening that, scene, are you talking about the um the Bo Derek scene? No, I'm talking about the title credits. Oh, okay. okay. The book that I hate. Um. And I think my problem with it is that it's a false promise. 
It shows you all of these images and it's reasonable to assume, oh, some of these images are like setups for something that I will see in the movie. And I don't think there's even one thing that appears in the opening book that Pistachio later like disguises himself as. So it's just like wholly unrelated to the movie. It's just this series of images. And I don't know. I think that's why I haven't liked it even since I was a kid. I would bet money that that whole book thing was done way after the movie was finished. Oh, oh, absolutely. absolutely yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just padding the film out. That yep. just, yeah, yeah. They hired an artist and said, "Hey, do a little sequence here." <laughs> we got it. We got to hit those YouTube algorithms. <laughs> you know, before even YouTube came out, there were the algorithms. <laughs> There's always the algorithms. I've got a note on that on the on the Bo Derek scene. Okay. I and I don't know why it took me ten viewings to hit hit me, but I wrote, even if that woman was Bo Derek, isn't she still a burglar? Well, I think it's just kind of the joke being it, it's poorly executed, but the joke being that like, because she's a celebrity, like you see throughout the film that like celebrities are given more access, like they they have a. Um, you know, like the security guards are kind of uh, fawning over Jessica Simpson and um, Jesse that's Ventura true. and all this stuff. So I guess in that sense, like that scene is, uh, you know, like they, they're like, oh, well, if, if it's Bo Derek, then, you know, surely she has purpose or reason. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's um, true. Speaking of celebrities, yeah. though, uh, yeah. besides Jessica Simpson, I'm I can't imagine the justification for, you know, this this kind of still is this to your point kind of negates this, but. Um, I'm trying to imagine the justification for anyone besides um, Jessica Simpson in this movie for a celebrity to borrow an artifact. Like, what is Michael Johnson going to be doing with the Declaration of Independence? Right. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, any other notes from you, Matt? Oh, yeah, I have a couple. Okay. Um, I, I noted that I, re- I realized that this movie was my first experience with Kenny G's Songbird. Okay. As a kid, um, this was the first place I ever heard that song, which, for those who are unaware, that's the song that Pistachio plays on the flute, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, that one. Yeah. Um, I rewatched I was... the, uh, the Lasagna Cat video this time. I paused the movie and rewatched. you remember that? The Lasagna no, Cat, the I... so- songbird? Oh, I gotta send you that one. It's one of the best ones. It's so good. Oh, nice. Um, I wrote down that the way that Grandpa delivers impossible, sorry, is like really funny. I don't know, for whatever reason, this time viewing it, that line delivery got well, me. That <laughs> you know actually, what I'm talking about? Uh, I think I do, yeah. But I mean, in general, this is a note I took kind of going off of what you're saying. I, I think there's a lot you can criticize a film for, obviously, as we discussed, as many critics mm-hmm. have discussed. But I think yes. one generally really good thing about the movie is Harold Gold's performance <laughs> yeah. as Grandpa. Like, I, I'm, I'm not being ironic or flippant. No, I agree. I generally think in this lazy, you know, show of a movie. patchy, like, you know, yeah, absolutely, just a, a really poorly put together movie. He's fully committed to the bit. Like, he never for one second just, like... Uh, downplays or anything like that. He's, he's embodies his character wholly and completely, and he gives a really, really good performance. It's uh, you know, it's something that I think we kind of take for granted, uh, even yeah. as we watch the movie ten times now. Agreed. Yeah, I had this. I actually had a similar note where, um, yeah, he he really throws himself into it. Oh yeah, I mean, um, yeah, he, he's, he's committed to the bit, absolutely. 
Um, I had a note where I wrote yeah. that uh, Gammy Num Nums is Pistachio's most convincing disguise. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, honestly. Fully crazy. agreed. Yeah. It's not one where you look at it and be like, hey, that's Dana Carvey, but it's like, oh, no, that's that's Gammy Num Nums. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, fully yeah. agreed. I also got to kind of admire that um, the worst character work is when um, Grant, or uh, Papa Disguise, he becomes Devlin Bowman. Like, it's just really lazy character work. It's just like, I am Devlin Bowman. <laughs> this is my underground lair. <laughs> it's like a bit he's just describing his situation. Right. It's just not good character work. Like, it's not like yeah. he's, yeah, he's just like, I like, Hello, want I am some... Matt. I live in a house. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, I wanted to bring that up. I like it. I have other... just yeah, two ahead. more. Just two more. Um I said, how in the heck do these two henchmen not immediately realize that Constable Miller is the guy they were just chasing? Yeah. Like, they chase off a guy who's clearly disguising himself in multiple ways, and then a strange British or, or German constable shows up, immediately followed by a... I guess that's just a testament to how good Pistachio's disguises are. And clearly Pistachio is better at his job than Dana Carvey. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my last note is that I don't know if we've ever acknowledged the audacity of the caveman thing in the credits. Like, oh yeah, I, I was noticing that too, like with a dinosaur and stuff like that. Yeah, there, that is not in the movie. Like even even more so than like Bubble Man. It's just like there is just what was that? There's just Cause that's, a caveman with glasses on who yeah. then gets eaten by a dinosaur. Well, that <laughs> very one audacious. Yeah, I think I was thinking about that too. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because, like, you have to think like that's a huge animatronic. Like, that was not easy to make. No. And, and like, there's kind of like, why do we need a giant dinosaur in a cave for this? It's just like I don't know. We're just thinking ideas, you know. And then like, whatever. And in the edit, they're just like, eh, you know, we can cut that. And then, you know, like just thinking about all the the costuming and prop people and you know the art direction that had to go into that huge right. set piece just for like. You know, I mean, thankfully it was saved by the end credits, but you know, just just a huge waste of money and time. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Like the guy, the guy that, that designed and, and built the animatronic, he goes home. Paula, I finally got my big break. I'm making a thing for a movie. <laughs> the one and, thing I've always wanted to make a giant dinosaur. I see Jurassic <laughs> Park. I'm like, I gotta make a dinosaur. <laughs> and they told me if it makes it into the movie proper, I get a bonus of five hundred thousand dollars. And then it doesn't. It, well, like, I guess it is in the credits. Yeah, it's, it, his Christmas um, was saved because it was technically on a technicality in right. the film at the end credits. So, uh, I, I I think honestly that uh, they probably filmed like a solid two hours of Dana Carvey just screwing around in costumes, and then they yeah. built a lot of the movie around that. Yeah, I like it pretty much. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other notes, Chris? Um. So when um, when Sophia's walking away and he and, and Pistachio's like, there's something about her that reminds me of my mama. And then his dad is like staring at him like, what's wrong with you? Like, I don't like the implication there that like he knows like this again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I don't know if I if I, I you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> My other note is uh, Pistachio kind of deserved to be tripped by Rex in the restaurant. Because he was so cocky? 
he's kind of being a jackass, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Oh, with with too many plates. Too many plates and almost hitting people in oh. the face with food and You know, I I actually thought about that and I I think that the purpose of that scene is to show that um Pistachio is like while he is a complete f up, he's like also very coordinated and like that Well, he's like been a, working at that restaurant for presumably like 10 or 15 years probably. Yeah, but that's what I mean that it's like the fact that he is a good like it, it 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 helps explain why he ends up taking to the art of disguise so well so quickly. That's You're a saying, good point. Like, if he puts his mind to something, he can actually, even though he's yeah he's, he's and capable. Shallow, yeah, yeah, he's capable of like being good at stuff. Ah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I can I can buy that. Uh, did you have any other notes there, Matt? Nope, that was all for me. All right, how about you, Chris? Nope, I've got all of them. All right, I'll just go real quick with some of mine. Um, so I I paid extra attention to the background dancers during to- Tony Montana's uh, spontaneous dance scene. Yeah. Have you watched? Have you seen those dancers? I haven't really watched okay. them too closely. Next time you watch a film, pay extra attention to them because they are so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like they genuinely just look so confused, and they're just like doing these like kind of random uh, gyrating and stuff like that. It just it, it it's it gives a new context to the scene just cause you're just, you, you can't take your eyes off of them cause they're just like so bafflingly confused. Uh, probably cause they were under directed. But, um, I also found out speaking of the dancing, uh, the choreography was done in part by, uh, Anne Fletcher. I don't know if you guys know Anne Fletcher. Uh, she would later direct, uh, step up and the proposal. Oh, oh wow. Uh, you know, not like a, a, a big name director, but you know, certainly made, two very profitable, you know, franchise. Sure. And in the case of Step Up, a franchise-spawning film and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a neat little aside, something I noticed in the credits this time. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my final note, and something I wanted to ask you guys about, uh, since this movie is coming in the early 2000s, off of the wave of uh, Life is Beautiful and uh, Roberto Benini being, you know, this kind of like, character of a Italian man, you know, famous for just being kind of wacky and goofy. He also has kind of a similar look to Pistachio. I was wondering do you think Dana Carvey is kind of doing a Roberto Benini impression in this film? I think that would be giving him too much credit. Do you think so? Because I think, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, as for as lazy as this movie is, I don't think Dana Carvey is too lazy when it comes to his characterizations. I think he puts a decent bit of thought into those. Yeah. Could be. I'm just saying, I mean, like, at this time, like, I mean, Roberto Benigni's fame has, is decreased, I think, but at the time, he was, a, you know, kind of a novelty, and he had won an Oscar for Best Actor, like, maybe five or six years before this movie came out, so, you know, I'm just, I mean, I don't know. Just something I thought. Yeah. Uh, Matt, do you have any thoughts on that? I don't. Do you know who Roberto Benigni is? I don't. <laughs> okay, that's, that, that, that explains why you don't have any thoughts, I guess. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I have um, no idea what we're talking about. Sorry. That's okay. Just uh, just something I wanted to discuss. So, uh, I guess we can... Oh. All right, we got somebody at the door. Take a treat. Uh, all right, now this is just silly. This is, It's pistachio. What are you doing here? Yes, I'm here to get to the candy in the, in the basket. 
That's well, him. That's he is a master oh disguise, just like everybody else. This is not right. Oh god, I'm freaking oh god. out. What oh, no. is the scary man freaking out about? <laughs> oh god, run, run, Pistachio. Oh, okay. I'm going to run away from the house. I'm going to run. Uh, oh god. Now Chris is chasing after Pistachio down the hill. Oh jeez. Uh, oh jeez. Oh, oh god. Oh god. He he Chris. caught him. Oh no. Get back oh, here. Uh, it's nice if they took his microphone with him. Uh, we gotta we gotta wrap this up. This is this is gonna yeah. get this is gonna get violent. Um, I'm Will. I'm Matt. And uh, I'm Chris. Chris. Is, oh, Chris. He, okay. <laughs> I forgot you had your mic. Yeah, um, you took it with him. Uh. Uh, and remember, kids, it ain't ogre till it's ogre. All right. Well, bye, everybody. See you guys. So much to do. So much to see. 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 You are not welcome here. You and you. Get up.